Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I feel like all of our music lately has just been coming from TikTok because this is another TikTok original, right? Good afternoon. Welcome back to the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We're a TikTok original. By the way, I've been uh, pulling, I've been bookmarking dances that we should do, Dawn. Okay. When I come across them on TikTok, when we can actually be in the same room again. It is Friday. Advance warnings. What's that? So I can practice at home. Oh, of course. Of course. Okay. Welcome back. It's the third hour of the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And I have a story for you, Dawn. There is a rare green comet headed towards planet Earth that hasn't been seen since the Neanderthals walked the Earth. Oh, my gosh. And we know that because they told us that they saw it. (laughs) What? No, there are no Neanderthals. Oh, right. We we learned about this because, of course, science, scientists, uh, homo sapien scientists, have told us that there's a comet C-2022E3ZTF. You know, I feel like they could come up with some better names. Yeah. For comets, don't you think? Yeah. Anyway, this comet will pass Earth for the first time in 50,000 years this month and by next month as well. That is literally the time when Neanderthals walked the Earth and uh, our uh, progenitors were actually still in the Stone Age dawn. So the cool thing about this is not only has it not been here for a long time, it's likely never to return so this will be our last chance as a species until we're, you know, out in space, Star Trek style, to see oh. C forward slash 2022 space E3 space parentheses ZTF close parentheses. You maybe, maybe we should rename it Stony McStone face. Yes! Or comedy McComet face. Stony yes. McStone face. Okay, so I thought this was really cool. And I think like as a human, we owe it to ourselves to try to seek this thing out. Yeah, what time of night do I have to get up to do this? Uh, well, it depends. So now your first chance, we already missed it. So I saw this yesterday, and yesterday oh. there was a moment. But don't worry. Le- yesterday, the comet will be at what is called perihelion. Do you know what that means? Because I didn't. Anybody? That's a new okay. line of um, shoes by Kanye. Perihelion. <laughs> that you will not be buying. No, the no. perihelion is apparently the closest point to the sun. So that's the comet yesterday was at its closest point to the sun. Now, when comets pass close to the sun, you know, comets are super icy, right? So they go by the sun, pew, 
and the sun is super hot. And so (laughs) creates a long trail that you can see and it glows. So that was an opportunity for us to see it. But if we missed it, don't worry. Uh, On the nights of January 26th and 27th, the comet may still be visible just east of the Little Dipper's Bowl. I see. Oh. And this will not be seen again for another 50,000 years or... Do they know? Ever. Can they determine? Ever. Remember, it literally will not be seen. Scientists, according to their calculations, won't be able to see the comet ever again. It, it, the last time it passed was 50,000 years ago. But if you're not able to see it on the 26th and the 27th, by February 1st, the comet will make its closest approach to Earth at 28 million miles away. Now, you're probably like, how do I see it? I How do I see it, Bradley? Thank you for asking. It's almost like you knew that you should ask that question. I w- I've been waiting to ask. Have you? Yeah, I wanted to know if I needed a telescope or if I can just look at it through a Viewmaster. That's a great question. You have a Viewmaster? Sure. Do you really? Of course. Oh. Like from my childhood? Yeah. Sure. Don't you? No. That would be cool. I bet it's worth a lot of money. Anyway, um, no, here's the thing. So on February 1st, the comet makes its closest approach to Earth. And it's going to be nearest the constellation Camelopardalis. I can't pronounce these words. Camelopardalis. Camelopardalis? Camela. Camelopardalis. Oh, you know her? She's like, oh, yes, I know her. I know her. And then a few days later, February 5th and 6th, the comet will pass to the west of the star Capella and enter the constellation Auriga. Now, there is no guarantee you can see this thing, Dawn, even if you have a telescope. It's all going to depend on two things. Are you okay? Yeah. I wanted to see it. You made it sound like I was going to be able to see it. There are two things that will determine whether you can see it, of course. One of them is the weather, right? Like, so if it's cloudy, sorry. But also, if you're near a bunch of light pollution. Oh. So it might, if you're really obsessed with seeing this, you might want to make sure that you head to an area that doesn't have a lot of light pollution and I think in, in literally in the state of Minnesota, there's like one place in the state that's like certified no light pollution. Um, but you can at least if you got out of the cities, I would imagine you have a better Kenny's chance. Alarm. Yes. Yeah. It, or or not, because I don't think Kenny wants all them people out of his house. Oh, he does not. But he might have an observatory there that we don't know about. Can somebody like tape this for us so we can see it? You know what I mean? Like on their VHS, tape it. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like the nineties, like, the eighties. Can called. they record they it? Want their for technology us so that we back. can see it on the internet. I bet you'll see it on the internet. So you you would not. Are you not like a person who would get out and about to go see something like this? Oh, I totally would. Oh, okay. I would love to. Do you yeah, have a telescope? I just, no, I don't. But my dad built one once. Oh, cool. Does he or is, is the family still in possession of said thing? I believe so, but okay. you know, somewhere in the basement, I'm uh, sure. Or maybe he disassembled it to like create something else. My dad was like a genius. Yeah, no, I I imagine that um, you might want to have the family get out the telescope because this would be mm-hmm. a great family. I think this would be a great family adventure to get everybody together. I don't know. I have never like gone in search of doing this, but I've always thought, gosh, it would be so fun to just like get out on the road late at night, find a spot that's super dark, get out the telescope. 
Um, I always wanted a telescope as a kid, but like obviously Aww. never got a telescope. Um, but if I, if if I were doing this all over again, I think this would be a great thing to do as a family. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, if you want to learn more about Comet, what did I call it again? C-202. Just look for Green Comet. Google Green Comet and you will find out when this comet, which hasn't passed by the Earth for 50,000 years, will make its absolute last visit to the planet later this month and at the beginning of next month. That's very exciting. Thank you for that space news. When we come back, our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes does not join us today because he's off um, probably in Hollywood talking with celebrities. Our good friend Dawn is going to tell us about a few of the things that she's been watching on TV. And we'll uh, discuss as a family right here on My Talk 1071. Thank you so much, Mike. And uh, still no sunshine. Fingers crossed it happens soon. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And Dawn has been watching a lot of TV or at least has plans to. What's on the docket, Dawn? Well, Uprox did an article on um, 10 things that you should, 10 TV shows they think that you should stream this weekend. One of them being Abbott Elementary because it got so many awards at the Golden Globes. That is a Fox show that uh, if you don't watch a lot of network TV, you might not be aware of or you've heard of it, but you just are like, should I check that out or not? So I'm going to try at least a couple of episodes of that and see, you know, what I think about Abbott Elementary. Fabulous. I have not heard anything bad about Abbott Elementary. No, it's been winning award after award, and it's one of the last, you know, network shows that anybody talks about of any great value value at this point, I feel like. Yes, absolutely. Um, Another huge show that's coming out um, is based on a super uber popular video game franchise called Last of Us. That's going to be on Sunday night, a very coveted uh, time slot for HBO Max. They're going to put that out. And um, I don't know a lot of gamers who didn't like Last of Us or Last of Us 2. So tell us what that's about. Sure, sure. Um, so it's really character-based. And I think the f- thing about the first one that came out in 2013 is that... Um you know, it's basically about an apocalypse, and there's a guy who's trying to transport and help this young girl uh, find her way through this zombie apocalypse. So it's like a it's like a teen tween girl and and a guy. Yeah. You know, and they're trying to stay alive. Stay avoid uh, the zombies. Right. Um, There's some type of uh, virus going on that's changed people into these zombie things, Uh, and you could have you can play as either character. It also allowed people to pop on and play like in eight groups of multi-characters. But the story was super solid. Like this is whenever it's like early, well, 2012 or 13 maybe. Anyway, uh, people were super impressed by the storyline and it was like, oh, people could not get enough of this. Okay. And then they waited five years and they made, well, they didn't wait. They were making a second one and it was released at the beginning of the pandemic. And I've heard so many people say that it's their favorite game of all time. Oh, wow. So now it's being made into a TV show with Pedro Pascal and a controversial choice. Unfortunately, there is uh, a girl in the show who actually played, if you watch Game of Thrones, she was the young little queen. Um, uh, The actress's name is Bella Ramsey. She played Queen Mormont. So she was the young queen that kind of was like, I'm taking over everything. And she was just a badass character. Why is that controversial? 
it's controversial because people are being, I would say, sort of cruel about the casting. Um, they don't like what she looks like. They oh. don't. They physically don't like her face. Oh, weird. And it's everywhere. Oh, people are like, yes, they're like, she doesn't look well. Mostly. Okay, they're being cruel about the fact that she isn't what they imagined her to be. She isn't a typical, like, ingenue-looking character. Oh, which this sounds like a lot of, like, I don't know, criticism you hear about gamers or, like, just that game trolliness where people... Yes. And I see this a lot in science fiction circles, too. Like, people have very specific opinions about characters they've read in books. Um, and yeah. when an actor gets cast that doesn't meet with their expectations because of gender, race, <laughs> or other reasons, they get real um, gross yes. online. Well, yeah, and that's what's happening because she doesn't really look anything like the character that they cast because people spend like 120 hours with these games. Yeah. <laughs> so they are playing these characters. You know, you can switch the great thing about the last of us. Well, you can switch the game actually forces you to, you play actually three characters in the game. At one point you're playing her, you're playing another guy named Joel, and then you're playing, um, there's another character, yeah. another female character. So you you see these people, and the, the the imagery of these characters is so good. Like the gameplay is so good now that it's kind of um, it's it's difficult to get your head out of that space where you've seen that face. You but know? people have to, people have to remember. And if you're just joining us, Don's talking about some things that are going to be on TV this weekend. The thing I think that the average person, well, I shouldn't say the average person. The thing that that audience needs to understand the gaming, the people that have been obsessed with this game. This show is not for them per se, right? Like it's trying to bring in right. a much bigger audience. Mm -hmm. And but yeah. I get as a you know member of a, a fan group, you feel very attached. But I guess one of the signs of like maturity in life is that <laughs> you're willing to go. Oh, I don't own that, so other True. people can appreciate it. That's how I used to feel. Like for example, about Doctor Who, like how dare they bring in this character? This does not align with my perceptions. It's yeah, not, it's not for me. Oh, trust me, you are preaching to the choir here. I felt guilty when I saw the casting and thought, uh, no, you know. Oh. But then I saw all the hate online, and I'm like, oh, it's so wrong. So you had that so reaction, anyway. but that's normal. But mm -hmm. again, I think it's, it it just illustrates <clears throat> that like when you feel really attached to something because you're all up in it, it's hard. Yeah. It's easy to forget. Like it it might this TV show is probably trying. It's like when I watch anything about Lord of the Rings, I'm like, that's not the way it's supposed to be. You know, no, but that's only because that because I have a different perception. Yes, totally, totally agree. So anyway, once again, if you just joined us, I'm talking about The Last of Us, which is coming out on HBO. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Max, this Sunday, it's a huge game franchise about a zombie apocalypse. So check that out, especially if you don't have any connection to the game. You might really enjoy it. Well, do you have to like zombies? Because I'm not in a zombie space. Um, it's more character driven. So okay. you you can like if you just like the idea of um It's not the walking dead is my point. No, 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 no. Okay. It's it's really more about the relationship between, you know, the the guy and the the girl that he's trying to protect and, right. and stuff like that. So what I think it's gonna be they're gonna invest a lot of money in this because it's it's going to do well, probably. There's another um, show called Kaleidoscope, which is super interesting on Netflix. Because aside from the last episode, you can it's a heist show. You can watch any episode in any order that you want. Oh. And it will change your perception of the show. Like, it'll be a different show to you if you watch three, then four. Like, you know, you can do it in any order. Like, choose your own adventure. Okay, and, so um, you're saying I can literally start at any episode other than the last. Yes. So you got to like watch whatever combo of the first however many, let's say there's eight how many episodes do you know off the top uh, of your head how many episodes I there think are? There are ten, eight eight or 10. All right, so let's say there's eight for example. You're saying I can watch the first seven in any combo yeah. as long as I watch the eighth last. That's correct. Which huh. is a new that is so Fresh and new. I love that well, idea. Well, I mean, if it's done well, I just feel like that right. could be confusing. Are you going to watch From it? From a writing perspective, I'm so interested. I'm a little afraid I'll get deep in the mire of trying to do a bunch of different combinations to see how I think and feel. Um, the reviewer didn't love it. Um, they didn't think that they accomplished it, really. But it does have Giancarlo Esposito, speaking of Breaking Bad, we were talking about oh, earlier. Yeah. Um, he's he's one of the stars. It's a heist show. So okay. that is Kaleidoscope, and you'll probably see it in your top ten on Netflix. It's going to be on Netflix called Kaleidoscope. And then and then I want to talk about something I watch, which is so terrible. Oh no! So terrible that so we need to I, avoid I just it. want to tell people not to bother. We finally finished Willow. Not finally, because the last episode just came out Wednesday. Not the movie. It is one of the worst shows on Disney Plus. Oh, no. I've ever watched. It's based on the movie from way back in the day, late eighties, early nineties. Willow. Why didn't you and love it? Because it is not for the it the dialogue is so so terrible. Oh. Um, so it's in a fantasy world, but they try to use all of this like modern language in it and work in modern music. And the dialogue is real quippy and like it's like you're watching an episode of New Girl. Oh. But it's set in like swords and sorceresses and. It's really, really terrible. Don't even bother. All right, so we're going to avoid Willow on Disney Plus Don't this watch weekend. Willow. But It'll we've, make you mad. we've got Kaleidoscope on Netflix and Last of Us. Hey, Dawn, yep. thanks for the recommendations. No and when problem. we come back, uh, I think we are uh, going to go back and talk about one of the biggest stories of the day the passing of Lisa Marie Presley, right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. That's the dawn. Mike is here, of course. It's Friday. And uh, 
There was big news yesterday, and we're going to continue talking about it because we just didn't have enough time to get to all of the conversations surrounding the passing of Lisa Marie Presley. Dawn, people have been reacting to the passing of Lisa Marie Presley, and not just, you know, us or the average person. Those connected, those close to her, those, in fact, uh, you know, uh, the people that... Um, she spent a considerable amount of time that we would know, uh, for example, Nicolas Cage. Yes, Nicolas Cage has reacted. Do you have that, Bradley? Because I don't have that. Uh, Nicolas Cage, well, I, I, from what I remember, he uh, talked about being heartbroken, of course, uh, upon learning of the passing of Lisa Marie Presley. And this comes at a time when lots of celebrities, but in specific, you know, Nicolas Cage, of course, was married to Lisa Marie Presley from 2002 to 2004. He went on to say that she had the greatest laugh of anyone I'd ever met, and she lit up every room. Um, This, of course, uh, was more than just, you know, two years is not like the longest relationship, but you can imagine um, it was enough for the two of them to get to know each other very well. He goes on to say, I find some solace in believing she's reunited with her son, Benjamin, who tragically died by suicide a number of years ago. Yeah, speaking of that, so her last uh, marriage was to a guy named Michael Lockwood, who, boy, they had a really messy divorce. They have 14-year-old twin daughters together, and they got married um, in January 2006, and then they divorced in 2016. Um, I believe he was one of her guitarists because, you know, if you didn't know, Lisa Marie Presley had a musical career. You can find her music, which you probably haven't. I mean, I'm guessing a lot of people haven't heard her music before. I listened to some of it last night. So, um, so her ex-husband, I learned they had such a lengthy court battle over money and their twins in early 2017. Yeah, I didn't know um, this. I didn't know this particular drama. I mean, the the, the <clears throat> stories that I always carried in the, in my head with Lisa Marie, Nicholas Cage, Michael Jackson, uh, of course, you know, being the the daughter of Elvis Presley. But I don't know about this fraught relationship with the the father of those twins. Right. So apparently during that time, there were rumors that they were wards of the state, the kids, because um, and then, you know, Priscilla got out there and says there's a lot of confusion, commotion and concern from all the talk circulating. Let me put this to rest. The girls have not been in foster care and never will be. Uh, The girls have been with me and will be until all of this is sorted out. Um, He had a lot of animosity towards her. They ended up, um, in the end, you know, sharing custody. And Lisa Marie apparently had her own struggles, which I was not aware of before I read all of this last night. Uh, I guess whenever she lost her son Benjamin to suicide, this Michael Lockwood character, her ex-husband, his lawyers actually petitioned the court to reassess and get so that they could get full custody of the kids it was mm. a constant fight because they said surely she is going to with all due respect for the loss of her son she surely is going to relapse into drugs and alcohol because of the pain over mm. the death of her son so p.s we want the kids before that happens oh, God. it was so That's... gross i'm like so here's this woman 
who loses her son. You've been fighting over your two kids with her. It's it's your stepson, essentially, who died by suicide. Then you're going to make her pain even worse by taking the opportunity to try to take her children away from her, her other two kids. It's just sometimes, I mean, that story just kind of blew me away that lawyers could be so cruel. What? That people could be so cruel. Have you met Hollywood? I know. Celebrity but... divorce, man. These people, I mean, have you met oh. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? Did you see it's what Angelina really... Jolie just uh, unleashed upon Brad Pitt years, years after? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, these things go deep. I, I don't personally understand that behavior, and I'm sure it's not just celebrities, but um, it's certainly not a surprise to me. Ooh. It's tragic and it's gross, for sure. No, I know that, obviously, she... I'm not saying that she was a complete angel and we didn't, we don't know everything about her and how she was as a mother and everything like that. Um, but just to assume that she's going to relapse um, out of her sobriety, which I actually did not know that she had a problem with drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. until I, I mean, this is a, this is a court document that states that she has yeah. had to go into drug and alcohol rehab before. So, um, Apparently, they were switching on and off before all of that. You know, he would take one child and then she would take the other. So, um, yeah, it's just I, wow, a lot of people coming out of the woodwork to say. Oh, of course. And again, she connected lives and overlapped with so many different people in some of the clips and the things that I was digging through. And, you know, this is something that. I'm sure a lot of my talkers can relate to when a famous person like this passes, the first thing a lot of us can turn to is the Internet. And it's easy to go down a rabbit hole like on YouTube. Frequently, if there's a star. Like or I did. Yeah, no, that's what we do, right? Like uh, stars and celebrities. Now, Lisa Marie Presley's a little different because there's not like this huge body of whether it's like acting, singing. Yes, she had a music career, but it's not perhaps the same uh, depth and breadth, but in the process, I came across a bunch of interviews, and you know, she went on Larry King at one point, and and she was on David Letterman, and I mean, she's been everywhere. But some of the interviews that I watched, she talked a lot about her relationship with Michael Jackson because we we haven't talked about that yet. She was married right. to Michael Jackson. Like, I don't know if people who weren't around then can fully understand just how, like. I don't know what the right word is to describe that experience, right? Like it was right. just so unique and so strange and so odd. And in later years, she talked about what sort of drove them apart. And apparently Michael was just on a whole different journey than she was and she wanted no part of it. So it brought me back to all of that sort of drama and just the, the you know, think about all the news coverage of cameras showing them together. And we were all like, wait, Lisa Marie Presley, right. the daughter of the king of rock and roll, is going to marry, you know, the right. king of pop. And they had this really weird, awkward kiss. Do you remember that at the oh, end? Yes, of course. Where oh, people were like, so oh my awkward. gosh, they're a couple. It was like, oh, okay. And then we all, he was like larger than life. And so we accepted that the, he had just his choice of what he wanted to do and his choice of women. It's so weird to think of him in that way, but if you lived during the era, it was like Michael Jackson was the hottest thing that could ever have lived. You know, people were like clamoring to be near him in every way. And so he essentially wanted to make babies with her so they could have Elvis, you know, the bloodline of Elvis and his bloodline mixed together to have the ultimate what? Nepo baby? <laughs>
who would be the the prince of well the queen of pop the king of pop yeah it's just it I was don't a, know. and i think still a lot of questions remain and she was an intensely private person for as public as she was in some ways the impression i get from just watching you know several interviews of her is there was a deep privacy. I talked a little bit about this at the beginning of the show when she was on with David Letterman. She's like, I'm not sharing these things about my father with you because, like, honestly, I want to have some some of those stories for myself. And you don't blame her. I mean, she was literally no. in the spotlight. Again, it just reminds me of all the things we've been talking about this week, especially connected to Prince Harry and what it must be like from the moment you're born, truly, and aware of the world around you to have every single eye on you, right? Right, like and that, then to lose a, a lose a parent so young, and to have everybody feel like that, like Elvis belonged to me, but they didn't even know Elvis. You know, and it, it yeah. it's her well, and Prince dad. Harry, the same with Princess Diana. Everybody felt like they knew Princess Diana, they loved Princess Diana, and therefore they felt some ownership or some responsibility for uh, Prince Harry and Prince William in the same way that I think America and a lot of people felt for Lisa Marie Presley. Like we, she was ours. Right. Right. Gosh, she really, and, and her kids, you know, we have Riley Keough who is an actress. I Mm -hmm. don't know, um, if you've seen any of her stuff, but she's actually pretty good. She was in a horror movie that, ah, what was it called? It was so creepy. It had a lot to do with like, mental issues she was being she was a stepmom and she was being sort of tortured by these kids that were her boyfriend's kids but she was really isolated i'll i'll find it on imdb but i recommend it if you're into like creepy horror movies um but yeah i don't don't remember that movie i believe the lodge the lodge oh that sounds familiar I will say when I was looking at her IMDb, the only things that popped out were uh, Mad Max. She was in the Mad Max Fury Road. Magic Mike. I did not realize she was in Magic Mike. Um, But she, yeah, she has a a, a pretty, and we've, I I don't know that we've heard from her. At least I haven't seen a statement, but uh, to be quite honest, I haven't haven't looked in the most recent hour. Um, But I imagine we are going to hear from her just in the way that we are going to hear from the rest of her family. And you um, just, I know that this is, um, people might not know that she had sort of a connection to Scientology. Oh, she didn't have a connection. Yeah, she had a definite connection. She was a Scientologist. Yes. Yes. So she um, was a Scientologist. I don't remember how she got into Scientology, but I can tell you that she left. And we talked about this on the show at the time, back in, I think, around 2014 and she didn't do it vocally in the way that I think some people would have wanted her to. I think again, she's just, she was just such a private person and did not want to talk about, um, did not want to talk about why she decided to leave. And I think she might've continued to have some connections to the church of Scientology, which has been incredibly controversial, right? For a number of reasons, which we don't have the time to get into right now. But I will say, I know there were stories or headlines, rumors, gossip, and innuendo that the church was reaching out to her during the Danny Masterson uh, trial. To, <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, are you okay? Turn my mic. <coughs> um, that she intervened on the church's behalf to try to convince 
the victim in that case, um, again, th- this was gossip, so I don't know what the real story right. is. But my point is just to say that she was still connected with the Church of Scientology um, in later years. And we don't really know because, again, she was such a private person. Boy, the Church of Scientology, they don't want you to publicly say that you're not with them anymore anyway. I'm sure there was a lot of, like, let's just not talk about that. Or who knows what happened. Yeah. A lot of secrecy there. So, well, wow. and it's, it's just so sad. 54 years old. Absolutely. And that story will continue. I'm sure we'll be talking about it into the next week as people continue to share their grief and mourn the loss of Lisa Marie Presley. When we come back, though, Mike is going to round out our Friday, kick us off for the weekend with one of the favorite parts of the show as far as i'm concerned he's going to spin that yes. game show roulette wheel and we'll play a game don right here on my talk 1071 thank you mike almost sunlight uh welcome back to the last segment of the adventures of bradley and dawn before we head into friday dawn are you okay oh girl she's still coughing i want I'm you so to feel so- better i'm so sorry let's I all just, you know sometimes it just you know emerges from your body just get it out yeah just let's i I try to mute myself but sometimes it doesn't work sorry about that it sounded like i had taken a huge bong hit last break there not not that i would know what that's like (laughs) and then just you know anyway let's move on i did not do a bong oh my god can you imagine all right let's do let's uh have fun with mike time now to play along (laughs) it's game show Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, we are ready to wrap up the week. And again, how we always wrap up the week is by playing together as a team. So you guys are going to work together as a team. So we're going to spin that other wheel that focuses on games that uh, are team related. Team games. Where is it going to go? Oh, where is it? Oh, you guys are on the cash cab. Oh my god, Cash Cab! I don't know what that is. Oh what is that? Oh my goodness, it's a TV game show that you takes place on the radio is? that takes place in my taxi cab. Oh yes! Yes! Okay, we're going to get some cash in a cab! <laughs> get some cash is exactly right if you guys you know do well. That's the key. So right. uh, how it works is you got three strikes. You guys are headed, uh, you told me when you got into my cab, you're going to the convention center, right? Minneapolis yeah, Convention Center? Obviously. Okay, that's about 45. I mean, better wear a mask. It's but... about 45 blocks away. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So we've got about 45 bucks to rack up as much cash as you can. It all starts off with round one questions. Again, just simple trivia. That's all it is. Wrapping up the week, working together as a team. Let's start it off with this one, you two. Who directed Jurassic Park? Oh, um, I... You guys Steven just talk together. Spielberg. Talk it out together. Steven Spielberg, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. There you okay. go. Okay, that's how we okay. do it. 50, okay. Easy, easy. 50 Bradley and Don bucks. We gotta come up with something. B&D bucks or something. B&D bucks. Fictitious currency B&D. that you can win on this uh, game show. So there you go. 50 what do we get to spend them on? Going your way. Uh, you'll find out. All right. Uh, next up, what was, this is another $50 question as we're rolling to your destination. If you get three strikes, by the way, I kick you out no matter where we are at. Really? So just that's a heads right. up. We have to walk the rest of the you way. You have to Bradley. walk the rest I'm of the way. In that. shame, you cannot even hail another cab. It's not happening. What awards has somebody won who is an EGOT winner? Emmy, oh. Grammy, Grammy. Mm-hmm. Oscar, Oscar, Tony. Tony, yeah. That is correct. Nicely done. You guys are rolling right through this. That this would is... be John Legend is one of them. There you go. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, wow. 
Mm-hmm. Rita Moreno. Any, you don't get any bonus B and D bucks. All I'm right. sorry to tell you, you've you've got a hundred okay. right now. We got to move this. Right We're moving along. on to round two questions. A hundred dollars per question. We got thirty five blocks to go. In oh, Little Red, <laughs> I drive fast. <laughs> Good. In Little Red Riding Hood, who does the wolf dress up as? Uh, grandma. Grandma. Yeah, he puts on uh, Grandma's nighty. You guys are killing it. $200. Well done. Very proud of you guys. Next one up here. How long is an Olympic swimming pool in meters? Oh, my God. I don't oh, know. No. Dawn. Oh, meters. Shoot. How many meters? Quick. They're general okay, knowledge um, questions. So, yeah. You got time. Take your time. There's knowledge. not a rush. Okay. Oh, meters. Um, so, so, like, a hundred? A hundred meters swimming pool. That, that is sounds... a number. Yeah. That doesn't sound that, like the right seen, number. No, I'm just saying, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Something like that. It's in you, meters. You seem like it was a question when you said 100, but yeah, that's the idea. Okay, so yes. 100 meters would be, what, 300 feet? Because there's three feet in a meter. So does yeah. 300 feet seem right? 100 meters? 100, 200 meters? No. No, that Okay, let's say long. 100. I'll say 100. Going with 100? 100. Yeah. That's your answer. No, I'm sorry. Oh! 50 John. meters. 50 meters 50? is the yeah, average. That was okay. my second guess. Yes. <laughs> average. Well, That's easy for you to say. Pool. All right, we're cruising right my along. My second guess, too. We've got 25 blocks to go. You guys are at $200, and we are at a red light, which means it's time for a red light challenge. All you have to do, you've got 30 seconds. All you have to do is name as many on this list. So there are, I've got a list of the eight okay. most populated U.S. capitals. So again, there are U.S. capitals oh. with the highest population. I've got this the top easy. eight. All you got to do, and you can yell out as many answers as you want. You got thirty seconds to name five of the eight. Get after it. All right, go. New York, yep. L.A. That's those not are a not capital. capitals. Dallas. Neither That's of those not are a capitals. capitals. No capitals. Austin. Oh, capital. Austin. Oh, there's one. Uh, Sacramento. Austin. No. Albany. Um, Keep going. Uh, oh shoot. Atlanta. Keep going. Uh, that's not a capital not a either. I'm going Tallahassee? For, I only know them in nope. order, in alphabetical order. St. Paul. No. Uh, Montpelier? I know my capital. Alabama, Denver. 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 There you go. One. Denver. Um, Arizona, Phoenix, Arkansas, there you go. Little Phoenix, Rock, three? California, Sacramento. Oh, unfortunately, Hartford, you only Delaware, get, if you would have done that the entire 30 seconds, you guys would have won, but you didn't. How you many didn't did we that. get? You got uh, three out of the okay. top eight. Right. You missed Columbus. You missed Indianapolis, you missed Nashville, Oklahoma City, and Boston. Oof. Oh, Boston. All a lot of big cities. Yeah. yeah, it's hard, though, because you always think of the state's biggest city before True. you think of the capital. I could only do them in alphabetical order. So you got one strike. Uh, we got just we a got couple. Two strikes. Of, oh, sorry. Well, that actually doesn't count. The red light challenge doesn't count. So you're <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, okay, you're good. good. What's uh, the one where we get to hang out the window and ask a stranger? Oh, that's a street shout out. Um, okay. if Do we need... get to hang out the window and um, <laughs> flap our tongue like a dog? <laughs> <laughs> No. Question Have you ever number. Show? No. <laughs> Question. Oh, it's great. It is a great show. Yeah, I love it. Question number five hundred bucks. Which of Newton's laws states that for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction? Newton's law of relativity. No. That's not no. Einstein. Oh, is that's, relativity. That's Einstein. So relativity. Newton's, Newton's law, gravity. Any other Wait, no. Talk um, it out. Say it again. What was the thing? Every action, yes, there's an equal and opposite reaction. It's one of Newton's laws. Of physics. Which one? <laughs> Which one of Newton's laws? Newton's laws. Uh, Number two. Motion. Law of motion. Number two. You guys are so I'll give <laughs> it to you. Terrible. It was the law of motion. It's his third law of motion. Oh, but okay, I don't think got... technically that was right, but whatever. I um, said motion. Yeah, that's true. I just... uh, go ahead. What, Don? No. 
Okay. It's no. going to derail us. We only have two minutes. Or one minute. <laughs> we've got less than that. Uh, good. We've ma- made it to the destination. You guys have racked up three hundred bucks. I can give you those three hundred dollars right now, or you can risk it all on a video daily or an audio daily double. Risk it. You're risk, risk it. All it all okay. Oh my God. He's You're... crazy. Of course. <laughs> there. Uh, thanks to their massive bill or beak, these mostly South American birds are not great flyers and mostly just hop around from tree to tree. They sound like this. What are they? I think they're boobies, Dawn. Are they boobies? Boobies? A pelican? Uh, Again, thanks to their massive beak or bill, these South American birds, mostly South American birds, are not great flyers. They mostly just hop around from tree to tree. What do you want to say? Toucan. No. From the... Okay. Last second. What do you Uh, want to say? Toucan, sure. You're going to stick with the toucan? Toucan. Yeah. That's correct! Ah, You got it! Second, that indeed was a toucan, and with that, you guys, yeah, are cash cab winners, six hundred bucks. Don't wow. spend it all in one place. We could, okay. we could go. We could. What are we going to do with that? Uh, we'll invest it. Oh, that's smart. 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 Compound you know interest. Give it hey, to Mike. Mike, thank you for all of your hard work this week. It has been a journey, but we got to Friday, you guys, and Monday is around the corner. We won't be here, but we'll be back on Tuesday, and you'll have plenty of my talk to listen to on Monday. Dawn, rest up, recharge, and I can't wait to see you in the studio on Tuesday.